Also in the Netherlands, the race to recovery is on the horizon. However, it is also clear that COVID will continue to be around. So where do we stand? Due to COVID, also the Dutch economy experienced a huge decline, and many companies are suffering from the lockdown. Still, hardly any company went bankrupt in the Netherlands. Statistics show that the number of companies that were declared bankrupt have been very low during all of the pandemic, the lowest in years. Although the number of voluntary business terminations has increased significantly, also companies have changed their business models in order to survive. The lagging behind of the number of bankruptcies cannot be seen in isolation from the government's support packages that were rolled out in the Netherlands. Also, the banks have taken their measures in the Netherlands. The government measures, as well as the support measures provided by banks, are keeping companies that are hit hard by the lockdown on their feet. Companies of which a large part would otherwise probably have gone bankrupt. What then can we expect? According to data from the Dutch Central Bank from the end of 2020, Dutch banks have almost Euro 1900 billion in loans outstanding, of which the banks expect for 96% the borrowers can meet their obligation. The question is when the number of bankruptcy will rise again and how steep that rise will be. If the government support measures are ended during the course of this year, it will become apparent just how many companies will struggle to survive. The general expectation is then that a peak will be seen at the bank's special situation departments in the third and fourth quarter of this year. A bankruptcy wave will follow in the months thereafter, according to the restructuring experts. But it's not just COVID that is to blame for this expected spike. Funding problems combined with an outdated business model are also causing companies to end up in the bank's special situation departments. A special concern are tax debts. Dutch companies owe over 16 billion to the tax authorities due to tax deferrals and experts are concerned about this debt when they have to be repaid. Banks in the meantime have made extra preparations for expected problems. Just like the intensive care in hospital, the capacities of special situation departments have been expanded in light of the expected peak. But unlike the intensive care in hospitals, it's still relatively quiet at these special situation departments, at least for the time being. When the patients will finally be brought in, there are all sorts of restructuring options available to get the debtors back on their feet. The terms of the loan can be adjusted, the repayments schedules can be adjusted, capital can be raised, uh, there can be distressed M&A deals or sales of assets, there can be a debt reduction or a relaunch of the viable business parts. There are, however, also restructuring tools available under Dutch law. Next to the more classic tools, such as a bankruptcy or a suspension of payment or a prepack arrangement, there is now the Dutch WOA. The WOA is a new piece of Dutch restructuring legislation that entered into force on the 1st of January 2021. It introduces the possibility of a debt restructuring plan. This plan can be agreed with creditors and shareholders. And it should come to light outside bankruptcy proceedings. In other words, it's a Dutch scheme of arrangement. The WOA is expected to be an efficient and effective restructuring instrument for struggling companies, especially for companies that have been struggling because of the pandemic. 
the WOA will prevent them from going into bankruptcy and will keep viable businesses alive, while the creditors are better off than in a bankruptcy scenario. Now on the scheme itself. The WOA makes a wide range of restructuring options possible. With regard to loans and obligations, one could think of haircuts or debt forgiveness or amendments of repayment schedule or the extension of payments or the adjusting of covenants. With regard to share capital, one could think of issuing new shares, debt for equity swaps or the adjustment of preferred share rights. It is also at the debtor's discretion to decide to which creditors he offers a scheme, so you can also offer a scheme to only a part of your creditors. Also, it is at the debtor's discretion how he wants to amend his rights and obligations. The debtor then should divide creditors and shareholders into separate classes. This division is based on two factors. First, what are the rights of the creditors in case of a bankruptcy? And second, what are the rights of the creditors under the scheme offered by the debtor? If the rights of creditors are similar, under both, they must be part of the same class. The scheme then is binding on all creditors and shareholders if the courts approve the scheme, which it can do if at least one class of creditors has voted in favor of the plan. And this could potentially lead to a horizontal cramdown or a cross-class cramdown. The first experiences with the WOA have been very positive, and the expectation is that next to the restructuring options banks have, the WOHA may be an important tool to restructure debts in the recovery phase that is now glooming on the horizon.